Hello, Emily, and hello, cat. <laughs> You're lucky I got my, like, five seconds of silence in before you said that. I waited. You did wait. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, but also, oh, God. Hi, Emily. Emily, we can't do this on episode 69. Nice. I've already <laughs> made Emily upset. <laughs> So, <laughs> remember how we said we were either going to make it to episode 69 or episode Four. 420. Mm-hmm. Are you saying 69 is the end? Yes. Wow. And that's only because of some stuff that no one's heard where we've been pissing you off yes. for roughly half an hour. And then I accidentally <laughs> left them locked outside of the apartment. <laughs> and look, it's episode 69. Oh my God. We did it though. Honestly, we made it here. We made it here. And like, we didn't get to go to the Dells like we, we wanted to because... But I did bring a severed head just, you know. Oh, good. Good. Just to... What? <laughs> There's a severed head in the Ripley's Believe It or Not... Um, no, no, no. I know that. I'm more concerned yeah. with Emily saying she brought one. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you concerned? I, because it's not it's yours. Just it's thoughtful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> nope. All right. We can have our sex number jokes. I guess you can bring a severed head. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Every, it's all fair How here. How else do you, you think know? I'm going to tolerate it? Mm-hmm. But uh, I do have <laughs> one question. Um, Whose is it? You don't need to know. I do need no. to... No. Okay. No, because if we so, don't know, then that means yeah, we plausible can't, deniability, like, yeah. guys. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. But like, can you tell us after the trial? Yes. <laughs> if you get caught, I mean, I would. I would assume like, that during yeah. the trial wow. that would come out. Okay. Unless they're like spoiler alert at the trial. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not going to pay attention. <laughs> you true. wouldn't pay attention to my trial. Well, I trials knew you are really going to get off. Trials are pretty long and boring, and we're only ever shown like the highlights in things that we usually watch. So highlights, I mean, I, you, you know, we would all check out for like a I bit here and there, but I then you take the stand. Yeah. I don't have the attention span for like shit I find interesting. Right, I I can like do like an hour of one thing before I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It also, sounds... we don't. We're not like we're not gonna pay attention to your trial because we just know the outcome. And it's that if you do for some reason, or or if you are for some reason under, under suspicion for like doing a murder, then like we know you're gonna get away with it. Here's right. the thing, though. If I'm ever under suspicion for doing a murder, <laughs> for doing a murder, yeah, you know, all of my <laughs> fucking friends. <laughs> if the police interview them, they're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That mm. makes sense. Mm. Oh, that scans. <laughs> oh, you think we're snitches, though? I mean, we'd mostly be like, no, 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 no. I was with Emily that night. But then there'd be like six people who said that. <laughs> like, we go everywhere together. Just destroy we your alibi. Everything together. <laughs> I would just say I wasn't paying attention, which wouldn't be a lie. It's true, but um, that would get you interrogated for many hours. Oh, really? You weren't paying attention? That's fine. I'll check out then. <laughs> I'm really good at it's this. It's true. I have like, uh, I can disassociate yeah. like nobody else. <laughs> Yeah, I will just be in there like yeah. whatever, officer. You guys said like you ever tried astral projecting? It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Is Pokemon Go working here? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> hey, hey, oh my sh- gosh, sh- there's a Bulbasaur with a party hat. Why are there only stuff? ratatats in here? <laughs> <laughs> All ratatats in this fucking county jail. God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so anyways, um, sex number. Yeah, we we we're doing the sex number, and we still made it about murder for a hot bit there. What's we up? I'm bringing what I always bring to this podcast. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> uh, nothing has changed. We're just like this. Mm-hmm. For real, though, I'm proud you guys are on your 69th nice episode. Like, Me too. You did a whole thing. It's a lot of episodes. We've you done do a, a whole thing. A whole thing. Yeah. We've done a whole thing 69 nice times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you guys for what it's worth. Thank you. Lord knows I can't stick with something for that long. So, like, anyone who can, I'm like, says a person, yeah. you have a podcast right now. <laughs> I joined in season four. <laughs> Someone else did all the hard work. That's fair. Thank you, Kat. Okay, fine. <laughs> what are we drinking, Emily, for this very special episode? We are drinking... Sex on the beach. No, because that has coconut or something in it, and I don't <laughs> like fruity shit. I hate orange juice in drinks. What so is wrong see? with you guys? Okay. It's nasty. So. I hate orange juice. <laughs> we are drinking... Blush Champagne. Mm. Oh, that's fancy. I have another bottle, as well as Spumante. So we are we are just champagneing it up. Yeah, Spumante, fancy. Now, we did talk about this in the past, but I just wanted to say, like, we did our best 
at least I think like we we are not making this a sexy episode in that we're going to talk about horrible things to do with sex. No, no, we're not doing that to you. That would be really bad. Trust me, that's all that you find is horrible stuff about sex. Oh, and like, like sex trafficking stuff? and rape and Ooh, like yeah. no, 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 yep. no. But we're avoiding that. <laughs> that's not the point yeah. of this episode. No, <laughs> we're not doing that to you. Mm. Which one of us is fucking first? I think technically I went first last time in the lost episode. <laughs> that is true. And you might have been first in the other one anyway. In the other lost episode yeah, that the, was found? The, 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 we had a lost episode <laughs> and a found episode all in one week. So are you going? Yeah. I, uh, yes. Let's do this. All right. I'm just going to open it on here. One moment. This is probably, here's the warning. This podcast is probably not going to be safe for work if you don't oh. listen to podcasts without headphones. Oh, like, first of all, Has stop. Has ever been? No. No. But huh. I know people who listen to podcasts in their office without headphones. Monsters. Don't. Monsters. First of all, just don't. If you want to listen to a podcast, that's fine. But you shouldn't subject everyone else yeah. to listening to a podcast. Yeah, it's like watching YouTube videos on your phone when you're in like a waiting room or something. Yeah. Right. Don't do that unless you got headphones. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Even don't when you're just person. walking outside, like, just yeah. where are your headphones, bud? Yeah. Don't put your phone on speakerphone and then put it in your backpack as you're walking. Oh, my God. Just oh, my even, God. That drives me fucking so nuts. It's not even you efficient. <laughs> just yeah. be considerate. Yeah. It's fine. Um, also, just like if you're driving in your car and there are like kids or whatever. Oh, yeah. No. Don't. This is super not an episode for that. Yeah. I mean, look, it never is. It never <laughs> no. is. We're like, not like, kid friendly. Yeah. I mean, you know how in America we're like, violence is fine. Sex is bad. We've been doing a lot of the violence. <laughs> Sometimes sex. Now it's just, it's all sex all day on this episode. Nice. Kind of. Sort of. Is there violence in yours? No. Okay. But... Is there sex? There's a twist. Oh, Ooh. oh, I'm excited about that. Okay, I'm gonna start with some sexy facts. Ooh. Oh, I love this. Get us in the mood. The number sixty nine is nice. well, it's a number. It's nice. It is between sixty eight and seventy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is known as semi prime. It's got a semi. I don't know what semi prime is. I'm semi prime right now. <laughs> I'm so, so semi prime right now. Ah. Uh, Okay, I didn't look up what semi-prime means because that would have uh, required clicking one more thing and no. I just wasn't going to do it. Hold on. Here's another sexy fact. Thank you so much. Emily's going to look it up while, while I tell you the other sexy fact. This is fact. always why I bring my laptop. Mm -hmm. Emily, the responsible one. 69% <laughs> of Americans claim they have had sex in a risky location. Oh. So that's cool. Have you guys? Yes. No. I don't think I have. <laughs> How risky, how risky is a car? <laughs> yeah, like depending on where you are, right? Like <laughs> semi-prime. Like, do clubs count as like risky? Yes. Oh, then yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It's a public <laughs> place is pretty risky. It's a bathroom. Regardless. Yeah. Ew! All the diseases and stuff. All the mold. All the. So uh, you get the clap. The coke in random spots just on yeah. you. I did not get the clap. <laughs> Thank God. Anyway, prime so number yes, 69, right. semi-prime. It's a natural number that is the product of two prime numbers. Oh, shit. Okay. So when two prime numbers love each other very much, they produce a semi-prime. They make a 69. They make a 69. <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy. Okay, thank you, Emily. Another sexy fact. A Russian woman holds the record for having the most children. 69. Whoa. This was over 27 pregnancies because there were 16 sets of twins, oh. seven sets of triplets, Ow. and four of quadruplets. Ow. Oh, my God. Her poor vagina. Her poor vagina. Oh. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. I, so part of me hopes something about well, being pregnant was enjoyable to you. On. Because, wow. I'm not sorry because she clearly fucked. That bitch like, fucked. <laughs> but like how much of it was like enjoyable and how much of it was I need the next set of children. I need the next right? set of six tablets. Like because something there is compulsive. Yeah. And it like even though I mean, yes, women are still in this day and age made to have a certain amount of children in certain cultures, like you just you're kind of a baby factory for your fertile years in even now. Yeah. But uh, that's excessive. No man probably wants 69 goddamn kids from one mm. lady one lady mm. oh who is he he's he's got he, a problem he's crazy a mormon he's a leader of a yeah. Cult. yeah 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 and um 
I tried to find the percentage of people who have performed 69 as a sexual position. Mostly because I was like, what if it's 69? <laughs> like, I have to know. But uh, that is not uh, a statistic uh, because no one has asked that question. <laughs> Just give it a minute. I believe in the Zoomers. Right? Oh, <laughs> Zoomers, honey. Somebody put out a TikTok. <laughs> so, somebody ask. Oh, for Zoomers, it'll be like, like 98%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Frisky, right? I assume. Hey, Zoomers, you're doing good, and I'm proud mm. of you. Mm. I was a little worried with the Tide Pods, but I believe in you now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk about sex and danger and survival. There was a study done in Vancouver, British Columbia, at the Capilano Suspension Bridge. It is a scary-ass bridge that dangles 200 feet over a river canyon and is known to sway pretty violently in the wind. And people just walk across it, but it's very scary. That might be the Rainbow Bridge in the Magicians. Really? Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm 90% sure. I'm Googling. Yay! <laughs> so Holy this bridge shit. sucks to cross at Oh, yeah, that's times. it. Oh, my God. Can uh-uh. I see it? Oh, fuck to the no. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a no. It's a very long bridge, guys. It's very high up. There's trees all around you, and it's very thin. C-A-P-I-L. A-N-O. Yes. I forgot a letter for a second. So they did a study. They asked men to walk across that bridge. There was also a control group of men walking across another bridge, typically just shorter, sturdier, just not a suspension bridge, so not so scary. Okay. And so then, at the end, they would ask all of these dudes to rate how attractive they found pictures of women on a scale. And the men on the Capilano Bridge... Rated the woman, women more attractive at a much higher rate Whose than the men on the other bridges. This? I don't know. A man? <laughs> but here's what they were studying. Here's what they found, at least in this one study, that the fear of death makes us horny. D- fuck or die. It makes us horny. No, for real, though, it does. It fuck does. Fuck or die. <laughs> Fucking. Seriously, though, I think that's your brain. It's the adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's why they made out at the end of speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally, it's just like you have this overwhelming energy rush and adrenaline and you need to refocus it somewhere and it's an, oh my God, I'm fucking alive. Let's go. (laughs) You are standing here. You are mine now. Thank you. Give me your your consent and let's go. (laughs) Um, An LA Times article written on October 1st of 2001 also talks about sex in the face of mortality. It's titled, Perhaps the Most Primal Post-Disaster Reaction, colon, sex. (laughs) And it contains quotes from people living in New York City during the 9-11 terror attacks. And according to the article, when people are afraid, the body's fight-or-flight response is triggered. And uh, let's see here. A cocktail of hormones and neurochemicals is released, stimulating the survival instinct, driving up levels of dopamine and possibly the hormone testosterone, which stimulates the libido. Hmm. So there's the chemical reasoning for what you literally just said, which is just like, oh, shit, I might have died or I might be dying. Time, Time to procreate. I would not like to create a life <laughs> to carry on my legacy and also just, want man, I just want to fuck. Just- <laughs> I'm just gonna get it. I am horny for living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a quote from a man living in Manhattan at the time, like he he was there when 9/11 happened. And this is like a couple days later. What's sick is that on the day that it happened, I, I watched the towers crumble, and then I'm walking north, really freaked out, and I was noticing more women than I ever do. <laughs> Usually, there are girls where you say she's not my type. Everything was my type all of a sudden. <laughs> Everyone has been through a shared experience and people's defenses are down. People are vulnerable and that can be really attractive. It's biology at work. Gotta procreate if the world is coming to an end. (laughs) I mean, yeah. If I was gonna die, I'd probably want to fuck. Yeah. That's just... Yeah. There's even in that same article, anthropologist Helen Fisher talks about being on a book tour in Los Angeles in 1994 following a large earthquake. So someone came up to her because, like, she's kind of talking about biology and humanity and sexuality. And he was like, why in the middle of this disaster am I so horny? (laughs) So it basically happens. It's happened a lot. It happens in all of our natural disasters and all of our unnatural ones like 9-11. Probably even COVID. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, uh I just saw an article posted about COVID babies. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are stuck together and they're also just, like, Freaking out. Freaking out. Yes. I hope the girls are named Rona. 
There are going to be some babies named Rona, and you just know it. Like, it's not a bad name. Or boys named Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to look Ronnie at them. Ronnie's a bad name, though. Sorry to anyone named Ronnie. I don't care for it. <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever met a Ronnie I love. <laughs> it's like I've never... I've never met a cool Nate. Which is sad, because I like that name. Same. I know, like, four Nates, and I'm like... Are they okay, anyway? Uh. Oh, yeah. See, for me, all the Nates seem okay at first, and then they're not. Yeah. Agreed. We don't vibe with Nates, is what we're saying. We don't vibe with Nates here and on this podcast. <laughs> not, not Nates' fault, but it's also not Nates' fault, but, like, not, not. Right. Not, it's, not Nate. It's okay. not my fault, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, it has nothing to do with any of yeah, us sitting at this table. Here. We are all perfect. Yeah, none, <laughs> none of us here have ever done anything wrong in no. our entire lives. Definitely not no. super judgy. It's no. fine. Uh-uh. Okay. Fuck so. off, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Nate. Jesus. Fucking Nate. <laughs> so this article goes on to describe instances where people were just trolling for strange long into the night, like immediately after 9-11. They were just like out at bars, like looking for strange. People spending multiple days and nights with people they barely knew just in their apartments, just continuously fucking for distraction, um, just to be close to somebody. People getting drunk and calling acquaintances to tell them they love them and that they would like to hook up. <laughs> yeah and because like some of the time they truly believed another attack was coming and that might mean their death mm-hmm. and it also might mean the end of the goddamn world people who lived there at that time had no idea what was coming next mm-hmm. i and mean so- nuclear strike is very real mm-hmm. oh yeah new york is constantly like the first place you think of yeah. being hit and then no- chicago or like la, LA a second yeah. so there's another scientific article uh titled the relation between death and hypersexuality it even points out that small changes can remind us that they just remind us of like a little bit that we're going to die someday. And that can make you just like want to fuck so much. So many people. <laughs> <laughs> and in one case, they profile a man they call Simon. I'm pretty sure Sexy that's Simon. not his name. Um, he was ex- he never expected to live long because his father died of a heart condition at 53. Oh. And a week before Simon's 54th birthday, he oh. was diagnosed with pain- with prostate cancer. Oh. oh. Yeah. So he was like, I was right. Oh, my God. I'm going to die like my dad. Pretty fucking young. And he began treatment. And almost immediately, he also began cheating on his wife. Oh. Sure. Eventually, he left her. He mm-hmm. left behind his whole life. And he went on a cross-country, just like, fuck sesh. A fuck tour? Yes. He was... Like he was, Jack Kerouac, but actually sexy. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who, who knows what this guy looks like? He has prostate cancer. <laughs> he might not he be super be healthy. Going cancer? On. Absolutely, but like, he might not be super healthy. Like, I don't prostate know if he's going Prostate cancer goes fast, and it's aggressive. It's super aggressive. Uh, but yeah, who knows? I mean, he, he seemed like, you know, at least for a few months. I choose, he was a I choose to believe he's a hunk, just for the record. Totally fine. Well, I mean, totally if fine. he could go on, he a was f- fucking all genders too. He's never. He was like, I consider myself straight, but then, oh, <laughs> we love a pansexual fuck fest, right? But then I looked death in the face, and then I got real horny for everyone. <laughs> I just feel bad for his wife. Yeah. Yes, I know that's really shitty. Uh, in another case, a woman who's this is just like benign, but you still kind of understand it. A woman whose last child has just gone to college. She's they're like moving to downsize their house, and there are no children left. Empty nesting. Yes, and she just realizes like she only has so much time left, and her life is like getting smaller around her physically, while she's also recognizing she's like entering entering the last stage of her life. Really, there's no more children to take care of. You're just sort of entering that that time while your kids are adults, and you're getting older. And she just freaked out. <laughs> so quote. She was overpowered with an urge for freedom, autonomy, and independence that culminated in a splurge of extramarital sexual activity that felt obsessive and reckless. Some people just lose their goddamn minds about it. So you don't even really have to look death in the face. Like, it notes that when they talked to her, because she was like a patient and they wrote about her, when they talked to her, she had no near-death experience in her life and no real, like, trauma earlier in her life either. They were trying to find some... Why is this your reaction? Why is it so pronounced? And it wasn't that. It was literally just she was like, I just feel like I'm going to die soon. And yeah. like, I don't feel like I've done anything with my life. So I'm fucking now. What's up? I'm now faced with my own mortality. I'm going to go to Pound Town. Yeah. It's time <laughs> to go straight to Pound Town. So. <sighs> fuck screen on Pound Town. <laughs> now, knowing all of this that I've been speaking of, knowing all of this, all of you would think. 
that finding a survival story in which people fuck uh, or fall in love in the midst of terrifying circumstances would not be very hard. Well, yeah, you see it in movies all the time, too. Uh-huh, but you would be wrong. Oh, my God, I spent four hours today, four fucking hours today, trying to find, like, a, like a somebody gets lost on a mountain... Uh, and but they're with somebody else, and it, they're they get they, and they, they fuck, and they somebody is lost in the woods for a bit. Somebody is facing something that threatens their life, and they fuck about it. No, I didn't find any. You guys, <laughs> I didn't find anything. Hey, we're gonna take People. a quick break because Taylor's having a meltdown. <laughs> I was so I was genuinely like getting really frustrated because <laughs> I just couldn't find. Like the things I was looking for at all. So honestly, here's the thing: I don't believe that no one is doing this. I believe that even in stories we have read before, oh, probably people have fucked. They just don't report it, right? Exactly. No one's talking about it. And that's the thing: people will admit to eating other human beings for survival, but not fucking. But not fucking. <laughs> That makes me mad. That makes me super mad. We can mad. tell. All right. So if we ever get lost somewhere. You want full transparency. Yes. I want to hear about the that fucking... we fucked. That we definitely You guys fucked. may have gotten lost. And you want to tell Jake that. Jake, I'm so sorry. First we thought we all, were going to die. <laughs> yeah. No, first of all, I expect some sort of blood pact right now when we stop recording. Second of all, you may have gotten lost together, but really, you also found each other. Yes. And that's yes. the beautiful part. That's some movie shit right may there. May have found, but don't know if I want to keep. I'm just hey, there's a snack. <laughs> We're both snacks and we know it. Yeah, you guys are like goldfish. <laughs> so <snacky>. Imagine <laughs> us getting lost in the woods though, and like there's just like twigs in our hair. <laughs> we both oh, look like just I'll like the hottest garbage. Me honor for this. Anything can happen in the woods. Can I kiss you? Ow! <laughs> no, I haven't brushed my teeth ever. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, it's like, this is hot until it's not. Until it's very much not. Until it's actually hot because we're just sweltering because we have so much hair. Y'all ever heard the term rat's nest? That was used to describe my hair many times growing up. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be so again. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we might fuck, but, like, we won't, we'll be like, you. <laughs> we'll be transparent about it. Yes, we'll tell you. We'll tell you. I'm going to make a ship account on Twitter. Thank you. You are them. Man, like, we might have just done some if you guys, If you guys get lost in the woods, I am going to fucking PSA everyone I know being like, it's happening. It's happening, you guys. It's they happening. They're definitely <laughs> fucking out there. They're definitely fucking. They're totally fucking oh my God. right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so I don't happy. know who would be the top or the bottom or if we do switch. I, I don't know. What if we, yeah, let's do switch. Okay. Oh I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> I know I started this, but you guys made it worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what we're here to do. <laughs> I like to know things before going into any sort of circumstances. <laughs> if this was determined at a calm time. Right. Right. This is fine. We won't fight about it. Right. We'll be like, remember that time? Yeah. You guys now. are going to yeah. fight about it. And that's what's going to be like sexy. That's true. We might. No, we're going to fight about something else. Out. It's about the tension. <sighs> like we know I can handle the fires. Right. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'll look for wood for the fires. <laughs> what else? Um, what are you bringing to our escapade in the Lost Woods? I think I'm bringing a good attitude, which we know for sure <laughs> is actually good for survival. Wow! No, okay. one, no, 100%. We no, have learned 100%. this over and over and over again. You have to have a survival mentality, and I will not be brought down by the Reaper, okay? Baby, don't fear the Reaper, and, and I will just be there like with you all every day. We like, can fuck we're like gonna they are. This. Come on, baby, yeah. just take my hand. Look, anyways. Anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll come together. We're resilient. That's important. Anyway. I am very stubborn, though. Yeah, but that's resilience in a survival situation. Stubbornness is just resilience. It when gives stuff us a is nice bad. way of saying I'm too angry stubborn. to die. Yes. <laughs> you will oh, live out of spite. Uh, so Emily lived out of sheer spite. Yes. <laughs> and I was just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. And the podcast has to end at that point because we will tell our survival story and then there's nothing else we there's can do else. at that point. There's no. nothing. 
let's go into the woods on episode 419. Like, right after episode 419, <laughs> we, will, we will enter the woods. Okay. <laughs> so okay. episode 420 can be our final story. Oh, hold on. If it's 420, I have to be on it. Can I interview you guys? Like, can we have, like, a, yes. a black tape scenario? Oh, do we also have to be high? <laughs> I'm going to be. I mean, if we're, <laughs> if we're recording this in the hospital, we're probably going to be on some you right. You're so right. Okay. So... Mm. Oh, I love this. Okay, thanks. Anyway, so these are ourselves ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all gonna like almost 419, die? Four nineteen, we go almost bit. die. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and speaking of like actually surviving in the woods, though, um, another article on a website um, that's called Sur- Survival Guides Community. It discusses whether sex in a true survival situation is a good idea. <laughs> Quote. Stress is one notorious killer of people in survival situations. We know this. And sex is quite a stress reducer for many. So there is that angle to consider. They say that. That's quoted. <laughs> but, but the article also warns that sex is also a distraction and can take up an amount of energy that you cannot afford to expend. I'm too in busy some fucking. I can't get some firewood right, right. now. <laughs> well, look. So or like, you don't have food and you just fucked for three calories, hours right? and now and you're you, exhausted and hungry with nothing to eat and no energy. There's no to calories go. replenishing your, your yeah. fuck energy. <laughs> yeah, you were too busy hunting for that dick. Yeah. You couldn't hunt for some deer. You just got to go straight to them genitals. Wrong D. <laughs> Wrong D. <laughs> So really, it really depends on what survival situation you find yourself in. Like, are you cold and scared and horny? Then you should fuck. All all the time, though. That's (laughs) just my default mode. Yes, absolutely. Now I am cold and scared and horny. Absolutely. I think... Yes. I think everyone at this table just is thinking probably... about my own internal no. temperature. Am I cold? Sorry, am I just warm and scared and horny? No! Right really? now, yeah, right now I'm a little warm and scared and horny. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this is you, Emily. Maybe this describes you. Or are you tired and thirsty and starving? Maybe don't have sex under those circumstances. Always. Maybe are you stuck <laughs> in a car <laughs> with a bear outside and there's like a blizzard... <laughs> Fuck the bear? Where are you going with this? No, because the last time we last talked time. about the oh, bear yeah, 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 in the yeah. blizzard yeah, yeah. masturbating yeah. to intimidate the bear. Literally like 65 episodes ago. <laughs> Holy callback, <laughs> Batman. I just when I they never were like, forget about you know, that if you're in a cold bear. place and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like how you masturbate uh, so furiously that you scare a bear away from you. And also it warms you up because you're in a blizzard. Um, yeah, maybe fuck in a car in a blizzard. I'm just saying, maybe fuck in a car in a blizzard. I mean, it steams the windows. That, that's got to be some sort of heat. Right? But you're also g- giving away a lot of your energy. Yeah, absolutely. But then you got it. Then you just like stay in like a kind of cuddle puddle fuck pile mm, and stay like, nice and cozy. Yeah. Until the sweat on your skin starts to chill. On the one, on the one side. Um, I'm I'm picturing someone else, not me, is on top. Yeah, they're the I'm, one getting cold. Yeah, I'm picturing like a, a Titanic <laughs> situation. You know, when Jack and Rose just totally fucked in that car. Mm-hmm. That oh was yeah, kind of. Oh, I'm definitely seeing like the window, yeah. like her hand slapping it. Which she's totally melting the snow she, on yeah. the outside. Yeah, <laughs> it's a full-on cum situation. Anyways, for everybody who didn't listen to us and is still listening to this at, at work, full volume, <laughs> just stop, okay? Just stop. Dicks, <laughs> dicks. <laughs> so i didn't find exactly what i was looking for that was what i did not find what i did find unfortunately is more than one story of people fucking while jumping out of planes i was gonna ask is (laughs) there a hand glide fuck situation (laughs) did you see the one the the thing that i sent you to check out um because they do a video on mm -hmm. that one of them porn this is the the first one one is from the show (laughs) sex sent me to the er i sent that to taylor today they're messing here. I'm like, do you know this series exists? And I did not. It's uh, on TLC. I want to watch it. But the thing is, I after you mentioned that, I was doing the research for a very long time, not finding anything. I found a different one that I will get to, and then I found this and realized it was the show you told me about and freaked out. I almost so, did this one. It's, I didn't watch the video, but good, like... Okay. I was sort of like, I am a little worried, but it's not the only diving out of a thing story I have, so it's fine. So, yeah. Spoiler alert, it doesn't go well for them. Nope. It never has and it never will. Uh, these people are named William and Leslie, according to the show. I would 
change my name for the show if I were them. I would change my name no matter what I'm doing on that show. Again, Bob it's called Bob. Sex Sent Me to the ER. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also Sex Sent Me to the Slammer. Did you see that? No. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. I, I fucked I, like, so hard. I'm into like oh, the link. No. Found it. Was like I don't have time for this. <laughs> that that seems like it would be like a lot more tragic than yeah. But maybe I, I think they're kind of being weird. They're they're like people who got caught having sex type of thing. Yeah, uh, in okay. naughty places. Yeah. So this frisky ass southern couple, which by the way, this show is insane. This show finds actually pretty good reenactors mm-hmm. for things is where like porn? they look no. Oh. It's just like a TLC show. No, it's on TLC. I said that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like it has interviews with the actual people this happened to, but then it'll cut to like that like reenactors playing out the scenes supposedly as they happened. And the people, the actors look not like just slightly hotter versions of the people <laughs> who are telling the story, at least in this situation. They looked Pretty close. It was weird. So, they are frisky. They are very southern. Their accents are hilarious. And <laughs> they are thrill seekers and skydivers. I'm they shocked. skydive frequently. Yes. And apparently, Leslie was a little randy. And she decided she wanted to have sex while falling from the sky. I mean, bucket list. Did the people uh, organizing no. the jump know that? No. Can you, I'm sorry, can we just sidebar for a hot second? Can you imagine that you are, like, down on God's green earth, just minding your own fucking business, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, something, like, (laughs) wet hits your fucking face, and you're like, oh, is it raining? And then you're like, oh, maybe it's bird shit, and it's just, it's just so much semen. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody did comment on this story. It was like, Daddy, what are they doing in the sky? And then just like a just like a glob of cum like yeah. lands on that kid's head. <laughs> like that my my sitch is like, does that at that point does it count as public? Because it's so up there. Right. I think there that is not a public space. It depends on how close you get. But it technically is. And also like free falling jizz is yeah. legitimately a thing. It's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. I'm sure it's happened before. I'm gonna Google free falling jizz. There's gonna jizz. be terminal velocity for jizz. At what point can there is jizz... the terminal velocity for everything? <laughs> at, like, at what point can falling jizz kill you? Is what I, I need at right terminal now. velocity probably. <laughs> yeah, Just straight through the eye. No, yeah, Ooh. I think it's gonna hit you in a soft part. But if yeah. it does, you're fucked. Snake eye. <laughs> it's right into my optic nerve. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. So apparently they did do that thing. This is not a detailed story. Um. They well, jump that's a fucking and, shame. Yeah, right? But in the, like, in the DLC reenactment, they just kind of, they're separate, first of all. They did well, not jump together, according to this, which is why, look, spoiler alert, I think this story is bullshit. <laughs> so, um, they jump separately, find each other in the air, and, like, one of them is turned the wrong ha- way to the ground, which would be terrifying to me. Uh, and, and, they're, and they have loose wear, they're wearing loose shorts. So they just kind of connect. Just- as he calls it. That would fly off of you if you were yeah. in the air, I would imagine. I just, what about harnesses and shit? The, all the harnesses are still there. And also, the harnesses are supposed to... I, the ones I've seen, they, they cut kind of into your... Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they're... Maybe they... I don't know. They've done this before. Maybe they have their own gear. They know it's possible. I don't know. I or they put the harnesses on underneath their shorts to make this and happen. And could still which is somehow not... move it aside, I guess. And then somehow find yeah. each other, like star-crossed right? lovers. Right, like one jumps first, and then the other one has to catch up, grab that person, I mean, that's stick not... that dick okay. in, though. So there's, there's techniques when falling <laughs> but that you can catch fucking. up. Right. Because, I mean, right. you have yeah. groups that jump one at a time, and, like, six of them are all able to find each other. Like the Power Rangers out. movie. Now, here's my thing. Imagine keeping your dick hard the whole time. I mean, it's that. a huge adrenaline Danger, rush. though. Like... Yes, but also, like, the thinking involved in having to, like, catch up with the person and, like, knowing that there's just, like, so much involved. Maybe this person had to be... Or physics. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if he's an adrenaline junkie, he probably gets hard really easily. Ugh, maybe. Maybe you're right. Just, he, to me, that just he seems He shoots off his load quick enough that they're not worried about hitting the ground Now, first. here's the thing about that. It's the that. clothing part that's stopping me from this, personally. He's the, he's the one who... Is watching the altimeter is like that's how far you are from the ground. 
and you have to, you know, pull your parachute at a certain time. You have to pull up and safe pull out, landing. If you will. Exactly. You got to pull out before you can pull up. Yeah. And <laughs> and he didn't do that. According to the story, he he looks at the altimeter, which looks like a big fat watch in their weird props, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And he immediately flips them over, pulls her parachute, and then is struggling to flip himself back the right way to pull his own parachute, doesn't quite flip himself back over. His parachute hits him in the face when it goes up. So he breaks his nose, and he makes a crash landing. And Did she, he come, though? I don't know. So That's it doesn't not... seem worth it. Oh, I don't think anyone's coming while you're doing It might be a really interesting experience, but I don't think you're actually going, and now I will orgasm. <laughs> like, there's too much happening. I mean, here's the thing. If you're going to do this... The only feasible way I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck on the clothes. Just, right. just let it go. Make like Elsa and let it go. <laughs> so there's the buddy harnesses where one person's in front and one person's behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. doggy style. No, with like you f- like jack them off or you like use your fingers rather than like doing the fucking. Yeah, right. like actually makes- having to have insertion. Yeah. So yes, faster. Mm-hmm. No, so he did make a sense. landing. He is not. He is not like dead. She thought for a second she made a landing and was like, "Oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> he's fine. He's got a broken nose. He, none of his bones are broken. He doesn't even have like he might have a bit of a concussion, I guess, from what they said. But like they brought him to the hospital and nobody believed their story for <laughs> one. Nobody. I'm shocked. <laughs> they, there's a picture of him. They stuck tampons up his nose to stop his nose from bleeding. And apparently, FYI, don't do that. It hurts like a motherfucker to get those things out of your nose. Well, that shit's going to expand. expand. Exactly. <laughs> the size they can expand to is something people don't believe mm-hmm. until it happens. Right. Yep. So this guy's fine. He's fine. But I still believe that this story is bullshit. It doesn't add up to me in the way that this other story, <laughs> this one I know happened because there is a video of it. Of them fucking? Of them fucking I just wanted that. So, this is a story involving a woman named Hope Howell. She was a secretary at a skydiving academy called the Drop Zone. And a man named Alex Torre, who was a skydiving instructor and, in his day job, a porn star who went by voodoo. Ooh, ooh, okay, Uh hi. Now, Hope could see everything that, like, that Voodoo had. He had a lot of toys. He was, he's a pretty popular porn star, so he was doing very well, I guess. He had a lot of toys. He just did the skydiving instructor thing because he enjoyed it, not because he needed the money. And she was like, I just, you know, I've been stuck in this, like, small town my whole life. I just want to, I'm going to break into the industry, and I'm going to do what he does. And she tells him that. And they hatch a plan. That they will be the first people to fuck while falling through the sky Hell after yeah. jumping out of an airplane. Hell <laughs> yeah. Hell and yeah. About it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get it. And now, they go about it differently. First off, they are both naked. Yeah, other I was going to say, harnesses. I know there's, like, naked skydiving. Oh, Can yeah, you for sure. imagine the, like... What's it called? Your the like, wind titty, rash on your titties, your though? T- your titties are just blown to the side. Like, that would hurt. <laughs> my fucking... You, uh, I can't lay down without my titties going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not particularly well endowed, but I've got a good pair. And, like, I'm just... Ouch! Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> They've got now the harnesses. I mean, the harnesses, ready. like, would scoop around, and, yeah. like, you have the I think there's a certain here, amount. and, yeah... <laughs> I still think your nips are just constantly being That's buffeted. so much razor burn or whatever, <laughs> the wind burn. It, that would change. Yeah, but maybe it's her maybe kink. Change. Maybe it's her kink. That's true. Well, maybe I, that's I think, the thing. I mean, she's just breaking into the industry. I don't know if she knows all her kinks. She's about to find one out. Right? Yeah. She's about but to here's discover the, this. They do this in a, in a way that makes much more sense to me. They get in the plane. They're both naked other than the harnesses and the parachute packs. And then they just start fucking while they're gaining altitude and getting into the air. Some sure. foreplay. Sure. Exactly. She's just straddling him, but like, you know, the, so that they're both back to front. The yeah. way you would skydive if you were doing it in pairs. Yeah. yeah. Because that is their plan. They're hooked together and they're also fucking. And then 
basically when it comes time like where they're like you can exit the plane now it's at a safe altitude they just sort of roll out of the plane <laughs> yes and they continue to fuck while they're falling this is where i thought the first story was gonna go this makes more sense to me yeah <laughs> i'm just saying you're already connected having to do that in the air taking your clothes sounds off. really difficult they, yeah the clothes are not on and also they I'm are sorry, filming like gopro that. style the whole time and it's like, there is a picture of her just like sort of O-face. And he's just like, yeah! <laughs> it is so funny. No, honestly, it is so funny. <laughs> mad respect to Voodoo and that wonderful lady. Yeah, um, they, they land safely. I Good. don't know if they came. I, did, I didn't know. I mean, they probably faked it. Yeah, I mean, right? They're porn stars, right? Like, who knows if they you ever do. Able to tell. Well, one of them, yeah. But I mean, they could land. There'd be enough of a time of like a cut to the plane. And then you can make it look like there was a cum shot. Right. Oh, yeah. But again, like, I think this was almost like they would post this as on a porn site, but it's not straight up porn because there's no, like, insertion. Like, you can only see their faces and know that this is happening. And it's just, like, sort of a stunt film. There's not a lot. There's not, like, you want to get a camera guy, like, also involved. Camera guy also falling. (laughs) I mean, if this was a success. Right. People have done it before where they have themselves filmed jumping. It's true. I I'm going to, I'm going to, mm, I'm going to look up skydiving sex and then immediately regret it. Well, to be honest, these people were fired for what they did. <laughs> oh, sure. They didn't it's have the very consent. unsafe. Yes. They didn't have the consent of the, like they're jumping for the drop zone as a, like they're an organization. They are. Oh yeah. They're an academy that teaches people how to skydive. <laughs> skydive. So like they didn't know that this was going to happen. Yeah. And both of those people worked for them. So they fired them. <laughs> That's fair. I imagine Voodoo's doing okay. I I, I hope that that the I woman mean, is as well. Do we know the woman's maybe name? Maybe she yes, I broke into the on. porn industry after this. Hope, Hope Howell. I do. Yeah, look up Hope Howell. Look. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to break into the industry. She made a splash on her first fucking try. So did Good Voodoo. Her. So did Voodoo. But made a splash on her. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my okay. god. Okay. You know what? I actually think we might need a harp noise um, that is of the opposite variety. We might she just need to chill the fuck out. You ready? The time of her life. Yes. My, my, my story has ended. That was for all of you out there who wanted to hear all that nasty, kinky <laughs> bullshit about why we fuck while falling out of airplanes and also when we think we're going to die. And um, yeah, now let's just harp noise so we can chill. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Remix mm. to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolled in that body, got every man in here wishing. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. that song fucks. Uh, it does. It fucks and it slaps. Yeah. Um, speaking of fucks. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Emily. What are you going to tell us about? I'm going to tell a story that is all written from the survivor's perspective. Mm hmm. So I'm basically going to be reading you a story that we can then commentate on. Huzzah. And I'll be doing some on-the-fly cutting. <laughs> okay. I'm into it. Oh, okay. So, As we are wont to do. Yeah. This person's name is redacted. Mm. They didn't want to share their name. Also so a very fun name. Assume the other name in here is not the person's actual name. Okay. So this is a story. About how sex saved someone's life. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. I'm still like really like slightly worried about this, but. You should be. Anyways. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. Beginning of the story. We were having sex tonight. I knew that much. He had touched my knee and I was pretending that the sudden chasm of warmth in my body was the result of the oppressively hot Washington DC summer. And not the countdown clock that had just started in our brains as we waited for the dinner check. Woo! No, that was like a woo like, This bitch horny! What up? Like I'm narrating like a sex novel. Yes. And I don't know how I feel about Emily this. Emily wrote so, a porno. Exactly, exactly what this sounds like so far. <laughs> Continuing. I had spent the evening nibbling on my hamster size, quote, womanly salad. Oh, no. Because I obviously didn't want to gross him out by eating a real meal on the first date. That's attractive to me. I'm sorry. Yes, I love it when people do that. Of course, neither of us knew that only hours later, I would be viciously puking up those womanly mozzarella chunks in front of his naked body just three minutes after we started having sex. 
and two minutes before I lost <gasps> consciousness for eight days straight. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> but at that moment, I was playing it cool. Okay. All right. Everything's fine. It's fine. We're fine. We're all fine. Everything's fine. I had moved to D.C. three months prior. After graduating from a Midwest university with double majors in jobless areas, international studies, and journalism. Woo. Oh, yeah. you mean why I dropped out of university? <laughs> Being newly saddled with student loans and an impending quarter-life crisis, I gladly accepted the first relevant job that was offered to me, which was at a sketchy international development nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where I met Elliot. An incredibly good-looking, super-educated, and well-traveled man with the interpersonal skills of a biscuit. <laughs> he was a dream. Okay, a distraction, but I was still pumped when he messaged me on Facebook asking if I wanted to get together on Saturday. Being the romance whisperer that I am, I suggested we have an afternoon showing of Annie Hall at the Jewish Community Center for $3. It was a date. Okay, Already, don't keep going. Keep going. Already great stuff going on. <laughs> as far as weekends go, that Saturday had started uneventfully. I puttered around my house, which I was sharing with five nice but messy grad students, Popped a few Tylenol for an annoying headache that had been plaguing me since Thursday. Mm. Cursed that July <laughs> heat and headed out for the movie. We rounded out the night with a romantic dinner on a patio downtown, some suggestive knee touching, and an, an anticipation-filled cab ride back to my house, where we immediately began making out on the way to my room. And those five other people she shared a room with totally No, listened. apartment. Apartment. <laughs> right, I'm sorry, that's Still. what I meant. I said room, shit. Still, it's like, it's like, God, I hope they're not around right now. Like, joke is you need to leave. Me. You need to leave the area. Yeah. <laughs> You're making get out. the fuck out, I'm gonna Fucking get laid. Yes. My headache had somewhat receded. Drowned out by the tiny voice in my brain chanting, it's going down, it's going down. <laughs> it's yelling timber. <laughs> Which only got louder as we finally got in bed and started having sex. And the sex was really amazing for a full 50 seconds. <laughs> then the earth kind of tilted. Splotches of bright, vivid lights flashed in my left field of vision. Bad sign. Which was odd because it was pitch black in my room. And I suddenly had an overwhelming urge to puke. I just... This is so sudden. Like, this person has had a headache for, like, days. So something's up. Yes, yeah, something was already up. But also, this is so sudden to not be feeling bad ahead of time at all. And then just like, by the way, maybe I'm she was like now really lazy. <laughs> Mumbling like, an apology. I rolled off of him and stumbled into the bathroom where I vomited. I was determined not to let puke kill the mood, though. Oh so I headed back to bed. Sex appeal intact. And then promptly got sick again. Vomiting a brilliant display of mozzarella and lettuce into the trash can next to him. Good Christ. At that point, I admitted defeat and laid down muttering a billion apologies while Elliot stroked my hair, told me I was sexy, and revealed his undying love for me as I lay in a coquettish heap on the bed. I'm sorry. I'm with you for the first part, Elliot. You go. But like, Elliot, first honey. date? Elliot, calm down. Keep At least... That's what I like to think had happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh honey, no. Well, she went I'll, into a coma. I'll never really know. Because by that time, blood had been steadily hemorrhaging into my brain for almost five minutes. And oh. I was already unconscious. Do you have a subarachnoid hemorrhage? Oh, my. We'll get there. I bet you did. We'll get there. This is bad news bears. I didn't know that that night would become a dividing line in my life, the BC and AD to my memories. I didn't know that I would spend the next six months obsessively learning the details of what happened after I lost consciousness, how Elliot said my name over and over again before frantically calling 911. I couldn't have known to tell him my address, so he, a terrified stranger, wouldn't have had to bang on my roommate's doors at 1 a.m. asking for directions to get the ambulance. Mm. I didn't get to defend myself to the paramedics who casually labeled me as a drunk, overdosed college student. Ooh. Wow, really? And I couldn't be the one to comfort my hysterical parents when a nurse called them while they were sleeping. But I did get to have the minutes of that night replayed to me again and again for months as I tried to piece together what had happened between the time I lay down to the moment I woke up eight days later with emaciated limbs and a tube coming out of my skull. 
Oh my god. So fast. Again. Wow. Like so sudden. Completely fine. Mm-hmm. And then very, very not fine. Mm-hmm. And then what had happened was ticking the ticking time bomb in my brain, one I didn't know existed, had finally gone off. After the doctors ruled out an overdose, they gave me a CT scan where they found I had a massive hemorrhage in my optic chiasma. The point where your optic nerves cross to form an X in your brain, which explained my flashing vision from before and my permanent partial blindness later. Oh, no. Because they didn't act quick enough. Right. Because they thought that she was some floozy. Uh Fucking bullshit. Once they figured out what was going on, the doctors quickly induced me into a coma Shaved half of my head, did the surgery to drain the blood, um, since blood on the brain is not good, guys. It's yeah. soup's not good. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know for uh, later. <laughs> then, after a dozen tests and scans, they finally found the cause of the bleed, an arteriovenous malformation, mm. which is an incredibly rare congenital abnormality that suddenly reverses the blood flow between your veins and arteries. What? Causing a rupture in your brain. Oh. Wait, so your blood's running one way and then and it, and the, runs the other way. And then, and then it just goes whoop and it flips them. Oh my god. So, it exists in fewer than le- um fewer than 1% of people and mainly only in men. Really? Oh, and in me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, she's an outlier. Double rare. Doctors would later tell me that my run-of-the-mill headache that Saturday was actually my ABM starting to leak. Mm. And that the only reason my blood pressure was unusually high at my annual physical three days prior. Yes, I literally was at a doctor's office just days before landing in the emergency room. Oh, my God. Wasn't a heat-related fluke, but a sign that my brain was about to explode. Shit. And because a person's blood pressure skyrockets when they're turned on... Having sex with Elliot was essentially a shot to the brain for my AVM. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Yep. At the hospital, my parents, who had hopped on an overnight flight from Illinois, during which my mom couldn't stop crying, were told my odds. AVMs kill 15% of people who have them. And even if I survived, I had a 30% chance of permanent brain damage. So for eight days, they waited. Jesus. Yeah, good Christ. On the eighth day, I woke up, turned to my mom, and said, I'm sorry, this has been so traumatic for you. To which Aww. she responded by laugh sobbing. Aww. At least that's what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> because despite being in that hospital for two weeks after waking up, I don't remember one moment of it. My brain was so injured, and I was on so many drugs that I have no recollection of the dozens of friends who came to visit me or the fights I picked with people because my brain was literally exhausted. Holy (laughs) shit. Or the moment I looked down at my legs, shrunken from losing 35 pounds in a week and started screaming. I mean, that would be terrifying. Your body looks totally different. Yeah. You have have no idea how it happens. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh, this is like a nightmare scenario. Yeah, dude. I only know about those weeks in the same way someone knows their favorite novel, creating mental images to go along with the words they've read so many times before. So she goes on to keep saying what she started to do to rebuild. Um, She devoted a lot of spare time to trying to fill in the gaps. Um, A task, quote, that was proved completely wasted on Elliot, whose charming lack of social skills went quickly from tolerable to infuriating after my surgery. (laughs) She was like, I just don't have time for this anymore. Despite being the only person in the world who could tell me exactly what happened that night, he met my questions with a series of shrugs and clipped responses. Soon after, he decided his true calling in life was to move to Russia, and off he disappeared, taking my memories with him. Wow. I'm sorry to say we never had a second date. I can kind of, I can be like, that might have been kind of a traumatic thing for him. Yeah. And to have somebody be like, tell me everything. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to remember that. I'm sorry. I know you can't. And that sucks. But I don't want to talk about it. Like, somebody should have been a mediator there to help both yeah, of them get have, what they needed There out should of have been a third person in the room to be like, hold the yeah. fuck up. So... She had to have another open brain surgery because a clot had formed. Mm. Um, the her employers did the somewhat illegal thing of reassigning her to a dead end department. 
She developed epilepsy from the brain damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Her self-esteem plummeted. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you're constantly worried about whether you can do a thing all the time. Yeah. Also, like, hey... Uh, so what happened to you? What's the like most important moment of your life? Oh, uh, I vomited up salad while I was having sex with this dude, and then I just passed out for eight straight days. Yeah, yeah. and I don't remember anything for about a month. And that was so the last that. time I could see out of my left eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, my god. Jesus. So she goes through all of this. Worse still, she tried to get back into online dating, and guys were messaging her saying how much they hated girls with short hair. Oh no! Wait, she has to have short hair. She's had short hair because she had open brain surgery. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus Christ! Like, first of all, girls with short hair are cute, and they should just be allowed to have whatever hair. And you can just shut up if you don't like them. It's fine. But also, yes, this woman has short hair on purpose because of a thing she has to do. Also, multiple surgeries. All of those men who say they hate short hair vehemently are going to marry someone with long hair and then they're going to have kids and then their wife is going to cut their fucking hair. Have you yep. when was the last time you saw like an older woman <laughs> with long ass yeah. fucking hair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very rare. Yes. Also it's, like I can name maybe one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Also like why would you go onto a dating app and then immediately start talking shit about the stuff that because men don't like like because i don't men. yeah i mean yeah you're yeah. white men on dating apps it's like why let why? me tell you all no of one... the things i don't like about you but do you still want to fuck right. yeah. so here's the cool thing that came out of this so with everything going on i began to heal mm-hmm. i started drawing a comic series called the coma diaries my summer asleep which helped me work through my emotions and gave me a voice to my own narrative. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And after going on a bit of a sex bender, again, I mean, get tying it. back to your yeah. thing. Somebody who has faced death. Yep. And being like, I'm just going to fuck now. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, the least she does, the least of the things she deserves, which is the whole world, but the yeah. least of the things she deserves is to fucking get some. And she Hell said yeah. she felt she needed to do it to prove that she could actually still have sex without dying. Fair. Yes. Oh yeah. God, the first time you do it after that, just to be like, I'll get through the whole thing, right? Right? Right. Ugh. I met Mark, an incredibly mm. good looking, super educated, and well traveled man who accepted my brain and eyeballs for what they were. Mm. <laughs> A year and a half after my ABM, he proposed, and 10 months later, we were married. And my wonderfully cool neurosurgeon, who had gotten pretty chummy with me and my temporal lobes over the years, (laughs) even sent us a wedding present. Standing in my wedding gown with my grown-out hair wrapped in an updo, I felt like I'd reached a symbolic end to my chapter. Later, I would look back on the series of events and realize how lucky I was that I decided to hook up with Elliot that night. Yes. Not no, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to accept how close I was to dying alone in the middle of the night with only my roommates to find me days later. Uh, No, that's my worst fear. Same. I mean, the blood pressure thing, it's interesting. But anything really could have set it off. Well, and she'd already been having headaches. Right. She could have been watching an intense moment in a movie or something. Or having a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I still have some residual anger towards Elliot... That dumb heartthrob kind of saved my life. Well, him and a team of brilliant neurosurgeons, of course. God's perfect idiot. (laughs) It's been over three years since my summer asleep, and the only lasting signs from that night are a few metal plates in my head, permanent left side blindness, lifelong epilepsy, thick scars, a deep hatred of hospitals, and a really, really excellent story to tell at parties. (laughs) Because no matter how bad your first date is, it'll never be as bad as mine when I almost died having sex. That is, that is something, you know, that is, I normally, personally, I hate people that try to one up you when you're just having a, like when you're having just a normal conversation and somebody goes, oh, well, that is something I wouldn't mind being one upped. Yeah. Bye. yeah. Like oh, are that you is something about your date. Yeah. Let me tell you about. <laughs> you probably won't die, so like you're yeah. fine. You yeah. probably won't vomit around or on the person you're having <laughs> sex with, and then promptly almost die in front yeah. of them. Yeah, <laughs> that like, would be that would be something that I would be like, okay, nope, thank you for telling me that. Anxiety Holy shit! And yeah. also, damn. <laughs> yes. So yeah. in the '69 spirit nice, of nice, this nice. first date. Eat whatever the fuck you want. 
Oh, yeah, please. Jesus oh, Christ. You might die on this date. Yeah. Eat what you want. Eat it. Get them bread sticks at Olive Garden. I'm assuming it's Olive Garden. Who doesn't go to Just Olive Garden? Just eat, right? eat everything you could possibly want. Get dessert. Mm -hmm. Follow your dreams. Get and yourself also, the cheesecake, girl. You might die. Yes, you might die. You might fucking you die. You might die. Guys. You might walk out of the restaurant and get hit by a car. Just fucking eat the dessert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Live your best it. life. It's like, not I, worth it to not. Not to go on a fucking tangent, but I'm going on a fucking tangent. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> if, if, if your partner that you are dating is that stringent and like, I'm not saying don't like, don't eat the salad with your hands. Right. Like that's probably, <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. But yeah. like, also like if you were going on a date and you're like, Hey, maybe I'll meet the one, then they should see you as you fucking are. Eventually actually... they're going to see you in sweatpants with no bra. You're wasting mm. your own time at that point. Right. If they you should accept you at show. any stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also salad don't eat salad with not. your hands until at least the third date. That's what I did. And also, you should, if you're Hold on. a little judgy. No, we need to go back to that. No. Uh, I'm, yes. Uh, no, I'm, I'm satisfied. <laughs> Listen, Hamilton. Uh, yeah. A little weird. If you're going to be, you know, expecting other people to not hold you to certain standards, don't also then hold them to the Bam. same standards. Exactly. There it fucking is. Exactly. There it is. Like, so if you, you want to eat a salad and look like a weirdo, you can't judge the other person for eating a salad and looking like a weirdo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just look like horses when they eat. Me. That's fine. Me. Yeah. 100% me. <laughs> like, I, I fully believe if you if you change yourself for something like that minor because you think the other person will, like, super judge you, you are wasting both of your time at that point. Mm -hmm. 100%. Since we've been talking about sex the whole time, same nice. thing goes for your sexual preferences. Yes. Yeah. Share them with people immediately because you can, get, you can get in a relationship with somebody who thinks the wrong shit about what you like. And then... You're just stuck there forever. Yep. I've I've seen too many things today uh -huh. looking at stuff about that specifically. Yep. People, there was like some Reddit thing of like, my boyfriend has stopped trying to give me an orgasm. We've been together for four years. I've never had one with him because I told him I'd never had one and that was not true. So he stopped trying because oh, he thought I couldn't. No. Yeah. Like, no. oh my God. No. Tell him the truth. <laughs> like, tell the people you are with. The truth about how, what is if they love you they will it. work on it yeah yes. and also be a little self-sufficient too like if you're not getting what you need from the other person then you fucking show them how to do it right yep yep you can you can and if they don't respond well to that then you kick them on the floor and oh, yeah. then you do it yourself mm. <laughs> right. so in i think we i think <laughs> in front of them make them watch yes until they cry <laughs> hey so i think we solved our original question a little while back where we were on taylor's story about you guys getting lost in the woods i do think we know who would top <laughs> oops look you're not sorry no can we end the podcast um <laughs> in short 69 nice nice it's fine keep being sexy i'll see you on episode 420 <laughs> but nothing in between there. This is Kat's last episode until yeah. 420. <laughs> until <laughs> That's a lie, I hope. But like no, until you said it. Until <laughs> so, until uh Emily and Taylor fuck their feelings out. <laughs> I will oh, abstain. It's so weird. Also, you will all see Kat in 351 no, I episodes. No, I yes. love my voice. So back on. At this rate. Let's say we release two podcasts a month. And we never, ever miss. Ever and we again. never, Just ever miss. <laughs> so 24 podcasts. Mm. <laughs> It'll be 14 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Are> you kidding <laughs> I never did that math. No, because like here, here's the thing. So I we may, I may or may not have shot myself in the foot in this scenario. <laughs> it's true though. We've been going for almost three. Please let me back it's on. It's been three years. Please. And I love you all. And we haven't even been a hundred. Of course, we'll have you. Back I want to feel validated. Oh, I accidentally, I accidentally did twenty-four. I accidentally did twenty-four times twenty uh, di times sixty-nine divided by twenty-four, which gave me sixty-nine. That sure is numbers. Um. So <laughs> nice. Hold on. <laughs> That math is. I know the yeah. sex one and the 69 weed one. episodes divided by 24 is 2.85. So, so, with our gaps, three years. Wow. So, yeah, 14 years from now, if we don't pick up the speed. Guys, um, 
Guys. <laughs> I think you guys can do it, though. <laughs> like, I, I honestly 100% do. More time on our look at where you are. And we can just, like, look at look where, where you started. started. The fact that 69 is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna dip, dip. Potato <laughs> chip. <laughs> <laughs> Look around. We killed Taylor. Please <laughs> don't forget your can of water. And just, I have to go. I have to leave this place. I'm the top in this relationship. <laughs> I'm still-